0: My heart is pounding so much. I hope it doesn't keep pounding. Actually, I hope I took enough. I hope I took a good amount. I feel kind of excited about these. I feel excited about these shrooms. I think it's going to be a good time. I'm really interested to see what happens with these. I don't know, I love vibrant colors, I love vibrant things. I want to see the world in a different way that I haven't seen in a bit. I'm hoping this takes me to places, makes me think and see things that I haven't seen, thought about, or felt in a while. And I just come out of this feeling great, come out of this feeling like I'm on top of the world, like I'm something, because I think I am something, and that's all I can be, and that's me. Happy, happy Monday from me to you. I hope your day is great and your week is better too. Hey! Hello, and welcome back to Where We Wake Up. I am having a great start to the week, and I hope you guys are too. It is so sunny outside. Weather's amazing. Vibes are immaculate. And I am hoping that this is going to be a great fucking week. So I'm going to start this episode off with a weekly obsession, or I guess my weekly obsession. Uh, my weekly obsession this week is a 21 hour audiobook called, I think, Babel. I think it's called like Babel in Arcane History. And for those of you who are like religious, mildly religious, or just like born in like westernized christian ideologies you might have heard of like the city of babel which is like the city where everyone spoke the same language and they tried to build like a giant ass tower in order to like reach god and become gods and then god was like hell the fuck no and broke that shit down and then created like different languages so like no one could understand each other so that we were all like divided as human mankind so that like we couldn't rise against him again which is crazy in itself. And remember that, like, last week's episode, I was talking about how I was on shrooms. And for those of you who have me on social media, that day that I was on shrooms, I, like, posted on my Snapchat story something about, like, language. And I was talking about, like, how it's so weird that, like, even when you speak the same language as someone, you can't talk about your problems or, like, you could, like, know a language all your life and someone could, too, and, like, you could not be able to, like, explain how you're feeling, like, the feeling of, like, misery or, like, Loneliness, or like, ennui that you feel, and be able to like share that with someone in a way that they understand and can like give you adequate like. Not, I just feel like there's no vernacular for how to talk to someone about like certain topics and problems in language, and how sad that is. And my friend was like, "You should read into like the story of Babel or whatever, whatever." And I was like, "Well, I kind of already fucking know the story of Babel because, as you know, I was born Christian. I was." Born into that whole thing and like it's just like I don't know, not that I like read the story. Well, I probably read the story, but like you know, it's just like it's ingrained. It's like there. Um, but I was finishing up a book that I was reading last week. I think it was um, Never Split the Difference. Really good book. I by Chris Voss. He used to be in the FBI. Very good book. It's about um, a ex FBI agent teaching you how to talk to people, how to how you to empathize, and how to like. Um, never split the difference in like in negotiation cuz you know how to connect to someone. Anyways, really good book, but I was looking for a new book to read and I was just looking for like through the like audiobook like Libby um like can take out by now. Like can take out like rent for free now from library like audiobooks. And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay. Um I looked cuz I'm still waiting for a few books. And I look and I see this book that has a really cool looking title and it's called Babel. And I like since I was already thinking about Babel because it was like a week ago that I thought about it. I was like, okay, let me check it out. And it's like a it was like a really cool fucking story. Like the premise is basically there's this kid um, who was born in China. His mother dies, and he's picked up by this professor. The professor takes him to London, and is like, I'm going to teach you. You know English and you know um, Chinese, but I'm going to teach you um, Greek and Latin, and you're going to go to Oxford University School of Language. And I'm just gonna set you up for life, and he's and this kid's like, okay, sure, I guess, and it's just about like his story, like doing all that, and then going to like Oxford University, and the School of Language, and also this is like a fantasy book, so the school has like lang has like magic in it and stuff, but it's like so cool because like if you're a linguistics major or like you just like linguistics, it's a good book because it like. It kind of like goes through, like it teaches you a lot about like language, like et- etymology of like where n- words coming from, where words come from, like the like just like like the word like corn beef or like the word like Sarah for like um knave or like um cl- the word clothes, like to close, like fermé and like French and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like a really good book. Like this book, okay, guys, this book is like 21. 21 hours long audiobook. That is crazy. The longest I've ever read, had a book like an audiobook is like 12, 13, 15. I'll say 15 to like 15 hours. And that took me like a week and a half, maybe like a week and a half, a like an extended week to read. Guys, when I say I'm tearing through this fucking book, it is so fucking good. I am probably like I am literally like nine hours in like forty four percent into this book, and I've only had it for three days, so in three days and like and i like I just woke up like an hour or two ago, so like it's like morning when I'm making this. like I am tearing through this book, probably like by tonight, I'll be like fifty sixty percent done in my third day. like this book is so good, like I recommend it to anyone who just like needs a really good like book to just like listen through like go through a story with someone and like check out their psyche and just like just like learn a lot because you learn a lot because like they're when the kids or the students are in class like learning like translation and all this stuff like you learn too like they're you're, they teach you this they teach you the lessons that they are being taught and it's like so cool to just like it's it's really cool it's a really cool book um cause if you're a linguistics major or you just need a really good book to read that's like easy audiobook to get um I really recommend Babel and Arcane History or just Babel. It is by R.F. Kong, and I'll add the book to the description so you guys can check it out for yourself. With probably like a link to like the Amazon, just so you can see it. Um, but I recommend getting like a library card. You guys know I love library card, um, and yeah, get the book. It's 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 really cool. All right. So for all of you who listened to the last episode, sending a letter to dad, I hope you guys liked it. I didn't really like publicize it too much. Um, but if you listen to it, then I thank you so much for being a loyal fan or just like listening to that episode or whatever. Um, if you guys got to that part, I just want to like go through like, I guess my thought process behind why I guess made the episode. Um, I was just talking to a friend and i was like jokingly saying like we were just talking about like how life is hard and like um just being like i don't know we were just talking about like my dad never coming to my graduation like how sad that was and they were like and then i guess like the idea of just like what if i just pretended to be mad about my dad being like not coming to my graduation and just like made a episode about that like was a thing and i was like actually i think i'm gonna fucking do that like that's so weird and random because like when i want to come up with like certain ideas for episodes and stuff i love like my friends give me so much feedback they're like what if you did this or what if you did this what if you thought about doing this and i'm like actually i kind of like that like let me try and incorporate that into an episode because that could be really fun and cool and that was just like what was behind that um I didn't know it was going to turn into the way it did. Um, I kind of really liked making it. It was kind of hard, I guess, to make because I had to kind of like think into what would I talk to my father about. I had not prepared for it at all. Like I tried to, but just like the thoughts could not come out. And it was just so hard to just, like, think, like, what would I tell my father? Because I realized that sometimes when I, like, write out, like, scripts of, like, what I want to talk about, like, they're so hard to follow and they become so long-winded. And I tried to just, like, let it flow off, but I just couldn't in the moment, I guess, let it flow off as naturally as I wanted it to. Um, So if it came out naturally to you, then I'm glad. Please let me know. Um, But um, it was very... Heartfelt in touching that episode. Um, I really wish I was able to like fully explicate what I was feeling. I really wanted to like put in the idea that like I never really got to understand my father and he never really got to understand me. And we just had so much disconnect that by the time that like I'm thinking back now, like there's so many things that like I miss him, and I wish that like we had that connection. And I don't know. I still think I hold like some resentment to my father that I don't know if I can ever fully get rid of, or if it's ever going to mold or change. Um, still love, I love him like as a father, as a person, like no hate, but you know, there's always that like feeling of like you could have done this. You could have supported me in this way. Like, you know, like when you have problems with your parents, um, and I just didn't want to have those like problems. Like I don't want to have them on my chest. I wanted to like, Put them out into the universe, put them out into him or something and hopefully have them just like taken up um, to get to get off of my chest. And I like I said in the thing, like I told him about my sexuality before he died. Like I knew that like that could be a possibility of regret in my life. And I didn't want that. Like I don't want to have the last moment I have on my father be a lie. And yeah, that's basically why I did it. Especially because like it's just for my consciousness. Anyway, so I really hope you guys liked that episode. This is a really fun episode. I really love this guest so much. He is a coworker of mine. You guys know I love my coworkers. Um, me and him just kind of like chilled. He's an audio engineer. He's really cool. His name is Michael Hitchcock. So, if you ever know, if you know like Michael Hitchcock, maybe it's the same guy, but um, it's a really cool guy. He does audio engineering, and he thought to teach me some things on it. And we decided to record a podcast episode. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This is a lot of fun to make, and stay tuned because later this week we're also doing a weekend episode. So, I hope you guys enjoy, and see you guys later. Bye. I should be drinking the rye. Which one is your favorite, like out of all the things you make?
1: Bro, this heartwood's phenomenal.
0: It's really good heartwood. Question. How do you spell your name? Is it A-E-L? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always have to ask some <laughs> of the E-E-A-L's. Yeah, fuck, fuck the E A L's. They I don't understand them like no. who who raised you? Animals?
1: Fucking Protestants, that's it. No, know.
0: literally the fucking Protestants. Like, um, what's it called? Motherfuckers? Is that what they do? Yeah. What? Okay. Sorry. I'm like, all right. Uh, am, I ready? am I ready? I was about to fucking ask you a question and I cannot remember what it is. I have a lot for you, so you can take your time. You can Okay. take all the time while I figure out. Hmm. Oh, do you like scary movies? Yeah, they're my favorite genre.
1: Have you seen Green Room?
0: Um, no, I haven't. What is it about?
1: Sorry, I refuse to chew peanuts into the microphone.
0: As you shouldn't. That's disrespectful for the people listening.
1: Yeah, I'm not an ASMR guy. I don't know about you. you. I'm just gonna put nails on a chalkboard over this. Oh my god. I'm stuffy. Um,. allergies are getting to me so green room is about a punk bam that is on like this tour where they're just like not making any money they're just putting around shitty venues
0: been there yeah haven't we all oral pleasure shout out dude same um (laughs) that was my acapella's name by the way
1: (laughs) so so they get a last minute gig and they're like uh pays it pays so you just show up and they're like there's some skinheads so just watch out it was like a clue they they get involved with like a bunch of neo-nazis and it's like a whole terrifying series of events around like going to play at this nazi bar
0: i don't want to spoil it it's It's really good scary movie about like nazi bar like a nazi bar
1: like a neo-nazi bar where is this like nebraska or like like kansas or something yeah Yeah, like something something like that
0: Bro, did you know that, it's like... so good. Um, Asheville, Asheville. Dude. It might
1: even be, like, there.
0: Yeah, because Asheville has either a lot of Nazis or a lot of Nazi haters, but something Nazi-related's in that bitch. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't fuck with Asheville. I've heard great things, and I would visit it for a day just to say I went, but I don't know. All right. I have a few questions for you. Yeah. Can we do... I need to go check the audio. I want to make sure we're running smooth. It
1: sounds a little wonky. You're really really far away from your microphone. I you sound skip. good and I'm really close and do I sound yeah.
0: good? I it doesn't sound equal. Yeah. Like I sound really good from far and I'm loving it, but I want to make sure you are you can do that. Okay. Am I fucking with this? Yeah. What? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh. Um, I I think I still sound good. Wait, did you turn me down a bit? Boop, 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 so, okay. So, I'm just going to ask you questions, answer them as m- much as you want in any length of that you want. Okay? Um they're gonna be okay. Um, so this feels like an episode of Drunk History. I love Drunk History. Oh, we should history put that actually. on the
1: TV. Yeah, literally, I I'll mean, be working on that while while I answer your
0: questions. Okay, so first question is, who is Michael? Uh, I feel like uh, Cody from Surfs Up right now. Michael is me, bro. How would you describe <laughs> you for like anyone who um, didn't know you? Like, I guess if you had to describe yourself in three words, I'm on time. I hate being late to shit, man.
1: That's, that's, that's some, that's one of my OCDs that I identify with for sure. Right there. Yeah. I don't know. That's a terrible answer. This is a hard question. And you know, it says something about me that I don't think about it enough. Um, I like to think that I am an artist. Yeah. I think so. At the end of the day, if I'm honest with myself, even if it's not for me. Next question, Jalen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're just staring at me and was like I don't I don't I don't want to overword it, you know?
0: How would you describe Well, I mean like honestly, how how would you describe myself? You
1: saying- Dude, and you know what? This is a good time for me to talk about this is I very have I very much have a hard time separating what I do from who I am. I I love what I do. I make music. I was, I'm traveling making music, like playing for bars. I don't give a fuck how many people we play for. I'll close my eyes, get on that stage and play two and a half, three straight hours of music and just, that's what I live for. Like, I think that's what I'm scared to admit to myself is that how much I love that. I don't want it to go away. But I definitely have a hard time. Separating like the moment, like myself, like it's hard to it's hard to come down from that. Think it's why it it could be hard for me to answer that question
0: even. So would you say like you're like the hardest part for you is like separating yourself from the music or from like a musical part of yourself?
1: The day I stop being involved in music is the day I die. For sure, like if if I'm never make a dime off of this, like I, I just met a sound guy at our last gig. Shout out to Rob, um, one of the coolest people I've ever met in this line of work. Quite honestly, four bands hit us up when they saw on Instagram we were playing at Barrel House. They're like, oh my gosh rob's the sound guy you better hope he is because he's awesome and we met this guy and he was like man i'm gonna send you all these files i'm gonna it's the best we've ever sounded it's the best we've ever felt on stage and he's just he's like man i'm sending you these for free like he hooked us up he was recorded the whole show for us and he's like we're all broke we're just doing this i just do it because i love it and i was like there needs to be more people like like rob for sure in the world No, no, just that give it away aspect of it, which is, I and mean, it goes into it. So, I don't necessarily feel bad, like, that I have a hard time separating. Like, I right now, my life is all music. Like, and I even, like, yeah, I'm married, and my wife and I, like, you know, every one of my evenings is sitting right here on these chairs and couches watching TV, and I love that part about my life, but the, the fact that I get to spend most days doing something involving sound or music or audio, it just is very fulfilling. And I, I that's why it's kind of hard to separate.
0: Would you get rid of your sense of, if you had to get rid of one sense, sense what would it be? Sight? Mine is also sight. Or yeah, sight. sight
1: it, it immediately, um, I, I think about being blind and you know what? Like, I think it would be good for me. No more, no more Instagram. I've played every show I've ever been, every time I've ever gotten on stage, I close my eyes and I just be in the moment. I maybe open them for two seconds at a time throughout the whole show, just every few minutes. But like, yeah. my eyes are closed shut and I'm just in it. Just I'm still interacting. That. I'm just interacting with the guys too, but my eyes are closed and it's just like, Feel the drums, feel the bass, feel Ethan. It's not about me. It's not about what I'm doing. I'm filling in my own space. My eyes are closed. I'm listening, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important. I had to learn that. I had to really, really, really learn to listen on stage. If you're playing yourself, you're just gonna sound like you're stomping around in the snow. It's gonna be like, Burn, dun, dun. you're gonna. Eat. People can tell if you're listening and you're filling the appropriate amount of space on stage. That's when the magic happens.
0: Yeah, and it's. That used to upset me a lot when I was doing like acapella and stuff because I would just have like people that I like used to sing with that like they wouldn't be right, tenors the music. are the fucking worst. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I they was weren't... a tenor
1: growing up, but dude, I, you can talk about choir days. You want to talk about choir days? Not really. I don't, it's a traumatizing thing. Come on, Jalen. Dude, me and you, me and you would have owned that shit, Jalen. I mean, that would have been so much fun.
0: Me back in the day was before. I st- I did it into college. So cool. Yeah, no, I did it into college too. I, that's dude. But else? I also started smoking in college, and I started smoking, and it got voice. better. It got better, baby. Yeah, because it fucking crisps your fucking throat. Your throat's like, like, yeah. This is an ASMR warning. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know, like I, during college, like that's like that's kind of also one of the reasons I stopped smoking is like. It would just like fuck up my voice to where, like, I couldn't hit the notes I could always hit. Like, it just sounded weird. And like, not in like a good kind of raspy, just kind of like my throat was clogged. And I was like, I love singing so much. That it's I good can't. that
1: you recognize that because it's definitely what happened to me. I just kind of built walls around it, you know, and it's not
0: healthy. Like, like phlegm walls? Like, what do you mean? Just. Like, like you sing a C sharp instead of a D, sort of yeah. you know?
1: like shit like that, like in my head, like just still fighting it, fighting uphill, fighting the uphill battle, basically.
0: It's an uphill battle, right? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I recognized it, and like I did stop smoking, but I still do smoke, and so it's like it's I still have that, and it doesn't really like I haven't fixed the problem, but I do recognize it.
1: I definitely will say love the smoking weed over cigarettes before singing if i smoked a cigarette outside right now i would probably throw up which is i smoked i I smoked a pack a day for five years i smoked a pack a day for five years jalen not okay maybe not quite maybe not quite at that pace but for two solid years a pack a day um Mm. and this was early college high school um yeah
0: that's wild i mean honestly i could see it but like that's wild but like vapes are honestly it's like so. Similar I started on
1: a vape and then just went straight to fucking marble reds, baby. Interesting. I always I'm a hick, dude. We smoked them in the duck blind. That's yeah. where we
0: started smoking and dipping. If we if we if we talk about Augusta, <laughs> you're from Augusta, Georgia. You
1: think that's hick, dude? We tra- We had to travel an hour to Waynesboro, Georgia, just to get in the good woods. You did not say Waynesboro like that's like.
0: Waynesboro.
1: I was in Waynesboro every. Six days in high school. On If I had to average it out. Like I said, I would, we would go duck hunting before school or deer hunting or turkey you mean hunting. like once every six days? Or just like during hunting season a lot more.
0: Okay, because you said like every six days during high school and my brain was like, wait, just like I just, five days a week.
1: No, I just like the high school period of my life. I was there at, hunting something once a week, you know at what, least.
0: What is, what have you like brought home before besides like deer,
1: a, a turkeys, <coughs> ducks, doves. Um, <coughs> hunting was a big part of growing up for me. Hold on. Jalen's got to <coughs> cough.
0: So when I was in college, I was the president of the Emory autism awareness club. I'm around autism so much that like you start like seeing like similar things that you might have to like people that have autism actually. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where I was like, Oh shit, I might have autism. Like I was like diagnosed with ADHD as a child, but like I didn't think I actually had it. I mean, like just just like you said, like I took the medication, but I didn't really like the medication. Like I could be fine without it if I just like sat down and i was in so room alone. I it. was so much
1: happier without it. I was so much happier without it. I was a it. whole letter grade better in school with it. Yeah. But then my senior year I said, fuck this, I am I I, I was aware of it enough to say I'm not taking this into college.
0: I noticed that it was like a, I don't need it to do work. I need to be away from people and friends.
1: Yeah. And that's what I hated about it is it made me so antisocial. Yeah. They just straight put kids on fucking Adderall. Isn't that insane? Isn't it crazy that it's a thing college kids pay? Like, I don't know. I'm going to say a number but I'm ignorant 20 bucks a pill or something for like, whatever there it's probably not. It's probably five bucks a pill or some shit. It's in that range. It really depends on who you buy from. Of course it does. You're allowed to talk about shit, man. That's what they don't tell you in America. No. Um, and I'm saying this as someone and shout out to my wife. She's a super rule follower. I, on the other hand, understand that if you're a small fish, fine you're you can live your life if you are a big fish and you have the privilege of wealth you do have to cross your t's and dot your i's yeah but dude like my i i I roomed with a pot dealer in college the whole time practically like and nothing ever happened he was growing weed in our house nothing ever happened
0: also like
1: you know like what's gonna happen no one cares
0: also for me it's like for a lot of famous people, it's, like, things that you said in your past can come and bite you later because people have an image that they see of you that changes. With, uh, hate, I hate that you said that. I've had a, I had a whole moment thinking about that to myself today. All right, we'll get to that after I finish this. Yes. Um, but I guess for, like, small a smaller fish in, like, a bigger pond or whatever, like, me or whatever, it's, like, if even if the FBI heard this, like, that happened four years ago like i'm not doing that now like you can search you can drug test me like i'm I'm not doing it like i'm I'm separated from that entity of person so it's different i've worked
1: jobs where they didn't care if you were smoking weed but they had to say it on the thing that you can't smoke weed yeah. you know
0: like it's a drug test you were something some, no, I'm d-
1: yeah well, it, I mean, I'm not, but. also something about me is i'll never work for a job that requires drug tests Probably not because I'm always going to be smoking, but because that's not something that I'm ever gonna. Yeah, those conspire to. Yeah, I'm never gonna get all this little shit. Like I I am trying my best to this LLC thing. Like I'm doing everything I can. I'm keeping track of every penny. But like, you were talking about it. We're still broke. We're still broke, motherfuckers. Like it's gonna take a while to build this up. Like how how much of it's gonna bite me in the ass if I'm not like perfect at my like tax report every year or something you know like how much of that shit's going to come back to bite you and you hope that like just what sucks is trying your best doesn't count necessarily you have to play by their rules even though
0: you have to be your best you have to be the best
1: but but by the time you have it figured out you need to have it figured out that's why you have to try when you're bad at it Mm -hmm. like i'm way better at mixing than i am at taxes but i have to do the taxes so that i can keep mixing dude that's a part of it and i love this line of work and i like I, I i love networking in it and i've really felt at home in atlanta like i lived in nashville for four years and i just never you lived
0: in nashville for four years bro nashville's beautiful
1: It it's the best best food i've ever had
0: yeah i've heard
1: that I've heard dude that. you've heard it from me i talk about a thai restaurant every other week at bottling you have i had literally the smiling elephant shout out to smiling elephant i I can't say enough good things about these people dude so good i could could just devour that uh, pad came out right now oh my god shit yeah that sounds really good anyways uh i did i I finished college there lived there for a solid year after college um started um, this is by the way this is argyle records what you're sitting in it's called argyle records
0: I thought this was called a house. This
1: is a house. Argyle Records is a home studio at the very moment. Oh. but But it's the LLC that I run everything under. Argyle? And Argyle Records. Wait, how do you
0: spell A-R-G-Y-L-E? Yes. Wait. Wait, where did you get the name from?
1: So in Nashville, the, it started on Argyle Avenue.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. In, in that house. And we recorded a lot of stuff in that house. And I learned a lot in that house. I have... Moved here and we only moved here after we found a house that would suit it because I live a lot closer to clients here. It's a lot closer to a lot of gigs that we play because we play a lot down in like the Southeast and like Savannah up through, like down through Florida, up through North Carolina. That's kind of like our stretch and then through Mississippi too. And just, I don't know, man, it's, it's been easier since I moved here. It's easier to make like a, a little bit of a name for yourself, even though it's very small right now. Like a studio in Nashville is another studio in nashville a studio Mm. here with the work that i'm able to do is is possible
0: you know why what's the difference between like a studio in nashville
1: versus here um just everyone's got a studio in nashville there's no one
0: you know there's a lot of music and creation there oh
1: my gosh it's so over saturated for sure and that's not i'm not trying to sound cynical i try not to look
0: back at my time
1: there as as anything bad but like anyone can tell you like you don't get really paid to play in nashville because everyone's doing it
0: mm-hmm. yeah like if you don't do it someone else will
1: dude i played on broadway we played for four hours get paid 75 dollars
0: broadway new york
1: no broadway in nashville like you'd go and play gigs i like gotta play bass or guitar with like a country band 75 dollars for four hours of work Kinda like fucked up on stage like on the whole time like playing cover after cover
0: actually i would do it for well that's just a lot but that's
1: you don't understand like you're it should be minimum 200 a man like like and that's for any bands out there possibly listening to this like know your worth if you cover four hours of music know what you're worth Mm -hmm. like it's it's
0: that's plain and simple what do you think has been like your biggest challenge um both musically and life-wise?
1: <sighs> I mean the stick with itness doesn't feel like the right answer. Maybe getting married but not for any bad reasons. I've wanted it like, I wanted to get married and I love my wife, but like, what if I lived in here with my bass player? Like, what if that was the situation? But that's life. No, that's, and that's, that's so hypothetical, you know? So, like, I'm thinking of these things. I'm trying to think of the right answer, really. This might, marriage might not be the right answer. Mm. Um, and I used to live with my bass player, technically. Uh, my old roommate played bass with us, but we had a falling out. You gave yourself to another person, um, It takes effort. Uh, I definitely have to plan studio recordings with my wife here, but it's better than planning it with my roommate who doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, back in college, I had to plan studio sessions. It's like, hey, bro, can I ask you for two hours in the afternoon to, like, not be home? And, like, I would offer, I'd pay extra rent to have that, like, option with him. Like, I literally paid more than him in rent to do that. And now it's like my wife was like, oh, dude, like, I know what you're trying to do, but it's not like every day I have like the perfect freedom. You, you, life is all about that. You know, I don't know what my big, stuff. I don't know what my biggest challenge is. I'm still trying to think money, money, it's such a stupid answer, you know, like.
0: Okay, so I guess for this question, I know you gave a great answer, like, yeah, um, but I I guess the way I was trying to ask it is, like, in internally, what is your, like, biggest challenge?
1: My name. That's, that's the answer. The band used to be under my name, all that stuff. I need to be anonymous. I don't want it to be about me. It's so, not about me. So you had
0: a band named Michael?
1: Michael Hitchcock band. Isn't that terrible? I gotta really like it. oh no! Don't tell me that. That's, I, we I have love an EP today. out. We have an EP out under Michael Hitchcock Band. You can listen to it.
0: I literally will. Would I like on my way home? So that yeah, sounds no. like such a great name. It's so cringy. I love it so. Much. I hate it. That's such a good like.
1: And that's why like I felt really confident in the band name change. It lets me. I'm telling stories now that I couldn't back when it was under my name because it's not about me. I don't want it to be about me. Michael Hitchcock feels boring. I want it to be. Really cool musically, but also, you know, I want the lyrics to ha- to be a story, I, and I f- hate feeling tied down to myself.
0: What um, do you think that you just started going through a lot more in your life that made you write deeper lyrics? That's or probably
1: part of it. Do you no think doubt? That you just like, I'm definitely young, man. I hope to look back on this and and still recognize that I'm I'm very young. I'm 25.
0: Which would you say that you're more um, that you're more not saying that like you're not appreciative of both of those these mm-hmm. things, but like, which would you say you're more appreciative about with the, like your music creation? The idea that you've gone through more things, like life experiences that have made you create deeper lyrics, or that you've learned so much more in the music creation that that your creativity has just That's definitely life, ten man. times boomed
1: because the creation comes from like definitely inspiration, like researching and stuff, and like you get better, you learn tricks and all this, but at the end of the day.
0: Because when you learn those tricks, you're like, "I need to do this in this way." Like it just boosts. Like you could talk about the same thing, but in a much different way because you have. Yeah,
1: like I like you learn how to solve problems much quicker as they come. the 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 more you do it, and like I'm I'm pretty quick in logic, but that doesn't mean that I'm good at music.
0: Audio software. Oh yeah. In case no one knows. In case no one knows.
1: But like, but that doesn't mean I'm good at creating. You have to live. You got to be aware. That's what we talked a lot about in school. Is like, there's no such thing as writer's block. Writer's block is laziness or just completely being unaware of your surroundings. There's always something happening.
0: Can you define um being unaware of your surroundings? Just, just,
1: if you claim to be a songwriter, you shouldn't have excuses like writer's block. You should be able to look at your life and the world around you and always have something There's to write about. There's
0: always content always. for you to like, always take and yes. create something with. Completely. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I've ever felt writer's block per se, but I felt the feeling of like not knowing how to get out what I'm trying to say. Get in the flow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like using the right words and that that's part of it but that's what the practice helps with. That's what doing it more often and like and 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 letting yourself become part of the process like when i write lyrics i so here's the thing when i write lyrics on the first draft of a song i'm like these might be different we might be changing lyrics while we're mastering this thing. Hopefully we are. You know, hopefully i go out like i'm going to go change that one line and i go do it and it's great. A lot of artists do that for the lyrics, not necessarily the sound. The sound should come Naturally, if you're playing with the right people, if you're doing it right, like, I'm sorry, I know young artists is hard, like, getting getting the, the image, the sound image right, or, or the recording right, it's hard, but you've got to trust your gut. That part should come quick. The, the details, that should take up the time. So, like, we'll be, I hope I'm editing lyrics until the end of the process, you know? um just to make the most sense to make the most flow they should be tight
0: um i've noticed that um so like i'm applying to grad school right now and just like writing essays and stuff it's like yeah the getting out the ideas is easy The coming yeah. up with the like what i want to put down is like easy like that i can do refining that refining it takes time that refining it i will spend an hour on literally three sentences that's
1: okay needs you need to know it's okay, and every artist needs to know that 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 that's part of finding it, and that's how you get faster if, until you're writing every day, you're not writing every day you know that that's what I struggle with that's my biggest I don't write every day. I don't create the same way every day. I create something every day. I like master something this morning, but that's all I got to do, and I love mastering for the record like it's one of my favorite things to do in audio production. I
0: didn't write any lyrics today. Can you explain mastering just for people that yeah, don't know? So, so
1: mix so so there's mixing and there's mastering audio. There's also producing and recording, right? So so you record the audio and you're producing it. So it's like you're getting the source of the audio. Then you have to mix all of these tracks, whether it's two tracks and it's a guitar and a vocal, or it's, you know, 40 tracks and it's like a whole band slash orchestra. You have to mix all these tracks, right? After you mix these tracks, they go down into one file. Then you have to master that file, especially if you're doing music, you should master your music, where you're affecting the overall picture of the sound to prepare it for either final and or streaming. Uh, and I love that particular process where you're manipulating a file. And I have um, people that I work with who uh, mix engineers and artists who send me stuff and like, yo, can you master this for me? And, and I just set it up for Spotify and I, I make sure it passes all the tests. 200
0: bucks, bitch. <laughs> uh,
1: except, except it's more aggressive. Yeah. It, no, no. No, the price was actually spot on. It's just way more aggressive yes. vernacular. Yeah. Um, if anyone needs mastering, hit me up, guys. Uh, hit them up. Uh, I have a few friends. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I just, you know, it, it feels like painting to me I'm a terrible painter but it's something I can do with my ears and I like to do I'd I love to do it actually and you asked me earlier if I could do one thing in this in this world like, it, it might be mastering you know if I was if I was 65 years old, still had my ears, I wasn't really writing music anymore but I was mastering five songs a day I would be so content with my life and I'd want to do nothing else. I, I, I have a lot of plants. I'm good at house plants. I get it from my grandfather, who was also really good at plants and runs a business off of building greenhouses in Augusta and also houses and all this stuff. But he's, he's a cool guy. We talked about him a lot before. But
0: Yeah. Didn't he start the um, private school in Augusta? He did. Well, he started a school for
1: for underprivileged kids to kind of have a better education than what was provided by the state in downtown Augusta. Him and my grandmother started a school called Heritage Academy in Augusta. And they're really, 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 really awesome people. Um, very much beloved by their community and I'm proud of both of them. But, you know, I I'd, I'd definitely get the plants from him. My, my front porch is a full on jungle.
0: So what is one thing in your life that you fear?
1: That I fear? Um, or like, yeah, what is what is man? A fear? I really try not to
0: have fears, regrets.
1: Well, that that's a big part of it. Is 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 I try to be an influence on like, don't let it scare you. Like, look at like, bow up, bitch. Like, I, I love looking at life like that. Like, just fucking.
0: You say bow up, bow up, bitch. What you got? Like, I, oh, like 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 like, come on, like okay, like buck like up. what? Like, okay. We're barely
1: gonna pay rent this month. That's fine. What are we gonna do next month? That's gonna kick ass. Okay.
0: You know, like that's fans. Yeah, exactly. I would, I've made so I, much money I'm just <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, how would you feel honestly if your partner tried to start an OnlyFans?
1: See, she wouldn't be. I, you know me yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. I would do it before her. You don't know my wife at all, so she, like I, she would. She'd be like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like it would. It would cross my mind before it crossed her mind. But you're still asking the question, yeah. Of what would I do? So it's very that all that to say is it's hard for me to imagine because like I just like my my wife is is like, such a mm, an old school Presbyterian like yeah, <laughs> person. She, she yeah. likes church.
0: <laughs> church really hits. <laughs> so I was working with Christian like yesterday at the Bowery, yeah, and. This woman comes in, like it's around like six, seven o'clock. She seems dog tired. She's like, Can I get uh old fashioned? Like, just give me just give me one. I was like, Okay, cool, cool. Um, you you seem tired. Where'd you just come from? Just dropped my daughter off at church. And I'm just like, Why are you there with her? She's like, She just loves the Lord or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, That's you're drinking wild. You and your husband are drinking while your daughter's at church. She's like That's insane. She was like, my daughter's one of those girls, like, when I was in college, when I was in high school, I was doing drugs. I was going now. My daughter doesn't do any of that. She doesn't even drink. And I'm like, Dude, it goes to damn. show how rebellious kids are these days, you know? Do you have any fears? I guess you aren't currently thinking about children that I know of, but do you have any fears about if you were to have children?
1: I wouldn't... Well, I I'd do... I, I could feel the switch. I can see the switch in my brain. That if I... If my wife was like, yo, we're going to have a kid, I can see the switch. Like, where it's like, okay, I'm going to go work 45 hours a week at a fucking factory or whatever. Like, I... I could do it. Boom. I, I know I could. I've, I've had a job since I was 12. Like, I'm... I know how to work. Um... That probably scares me. Having a kid right now, I want three years. I need three more years to build this.
0: because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there, then there's just and be-
1: three years has never felt so right in my mouth. It's always been three to five. It's it's three years. I
0: there's always that regret, like if I have a child now, is it like the perfect time? Not even like is it the perfect time, but like will I be in at least a good enough spot to where like. I can fully give them the love and be like, "You weren't a mistake. You were what I want. I'm
1: gonna love that kid. I, I know I will. Like that, and that's the thing. Like, I, and I hear you. Like you, but you will too. And I, just from talking to you, this whole thing, it's gonna be. It's gonna dramatically alter your brain chemistry. Like my uh, good buddy and guitar player Ethan Stallings is about to have his first kid next month, and she I, I couldn't, you know. I could not. I, I hope that I am. Only a positive voice of encouragement to him right now. It's weird to be a young guy having a kid these days, man. It's like, especially in the line of work he's in. I, I know he's gotten a little bit of what weird. Does he do? He's a guitar player. He he um, literally plays guitar for a living. Um, he's amazing at, at it too. Good he, on him. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, I can't imagine how terrified he is right now. I can't even really put it in my head. I can kind of see it because I know I don't want it to happen, but mm. I just, all I can do is give him everything I can do and book and do with this band and also just emotionally encourage him through it because I want him to be the best daddy he can be. I'd want that for myself, you know, and I'd hope other people would be like, dude, whatever you need, you know. It's- I- mm. Oh, I've, I've just had a lot of kid, uh, a lot of kids, a lot of people in, in like, also my church job and uh Brevin. Like, a lot of just people in life are having kids right now,
0: you know? Brevin, yeah. Sam. Sam, well, is he, he Sam had another had, one? No, 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 Oh, my
1: gosh. No, no, no. I, did, I, I was like, did you no. just tell me something I didn't know? No. He, his has been around for a couple of years. Yeah, these three. Yeah. Lee. We're going to get deep here. And we're deep into this podcast already, and I'm out of whiskey. I've never been a super good. I would use the word good, but I've but to be accurate, I've never been a super there friend. Like I, my life is work, dude. Like I said earlier, it comes back to identify with what I do. I, if I can be out of town on a weekend playing somewhere or a band is in here for 14 hours on a Saturday recording music there's nothing that can pull me away from that like I will be doing that
0: that's kind of why I chose podcasting is cuz like I I need people I need that connection mm-hmm. and so I wanted something that made me have to like build up my ability to be around people grow my skills of talking to people and just like enhance what I love doing already. Mm-hmm. Like if I, cause like love people, hate people for the same reasons. Yeah. But like, I, I, I realize that like they're my thing and I have to foster that if I'm going to like, if I'm, if I'm going to be good at something, I don't know.
1: Absolutely. But adding on to what I said earlier, like I'm not a very there friend cause I give out of this. I really love people. And like, I have nothing, and I've always felt like, oh, people think I just don't want to hang out. It's that I'm not at a point in my life to give up opportunities in mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. If I give up a band, they go someone else, and yeah. I'll never hear from them again. Yeah. I try to foster new bands all the time. It's why I'm trying to find them in venues and stuff and give them deals and all this stuff. Working with an artist out of Athens, or trying to work with an artist out of Athens right now, just like... He's so talented. Just people have to come up with the money to start their, you know, their process even. And it's just, it's hard to see. We were, just, you know, talking about everyone being broke for artists, man. It's, it doesn't work for anybody. Like I. It's so hard to create art, which is like. I. Really, no one talks about how hard it is. It's, it is a but also How needed it is for you to like. And good art. We're not talking about bullshit like you can bullshit a lot of stuff and there is there's a lot out there and and i wasn't meaning tiktok i was i was meaning just a lot of just people with nothing to say and i've been there i've had nothing to say before and i still made the art it's what you have to get through but as a society we need to be able to see what's actually talking
0: the way I want to do my interviews is like I want to have it so like I get to know you before I even interview you. Like I yeah. want to like all like which us. we have like yeah. how much
1: time podcasting have we spent tonight versus how much time have we spent hanging out. That, it's probably thirty percent podcast, maybe thirty percent podcast. Yeah. Maybe we were on that front porch for a while. We've been upstairs for a while. We've yeah. had a lot of conversation. It's been and that's what makes this good. Dude, you know, like Rick Rubin talked about how ACDC would sit in the studio for an hour and a half, smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee and beer and shit before playing anything. It's like, it's cause you need to be patient with it. Mm -hmm. It needs to happen naturally. And, and there needs to be intentionality behind it, but you can't force it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so impatient. I struggle. If you were to ask me what, what's my biggest struggle with this process is that I'm impatient and I'm young and I've. I'm praying to God I recognize it.
0: Mine is time. I have the patience. I don't have the time. Like, humans are just so finite. I could spend 20 years getting to know just the basics of a person before I actually want to even get to know like more about them. And I'm okay with that. But we don't have 20 years. Yeah. And especially because like, during those 20 years, any singular problem could like arise that like test the friendship. And it's like, I can't address this cause we never even addressed this cause we never got to that level. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I have most of my problems with my friends. Just like we didn't get close enough for me to like explain a boundary to you or something like talk to you about this thing. Cause we never got to that level of deepness. It's hard. It's hard to
1: get there. Um, it's hard to say, I love you. Like, and I, I think about that a lot of the times. Like it's, I think about my bandmates when I'm talking I about like, this right now. Wife. No, I'm not talking about my wife that's that's i that's, like her
0: i guess like, i guess I'll...
1: I, i'm talking about to your friends mm-hmm. like i mean i mean like truly in friendships it's it's hard to say that but i think it's so important you know um it's it's something my bandmates I, I, it almost was inspiring it's one of the things i noticed about them when i started playing with them all three of them knew each other before me well Damn. into their childhood and they'd always say like i love you dude like i love you like as they were just leaving it was just something casually they say and then like Not to be like weird about it or there was any specific moment, but it's just something we all just started saying to each other, and it's not—it's not a big deal, but it's—it validates a friendship for sure, you know. And that sounds sappy as fuck, and I probably sound drunker than I am, but I I think that that, thats important, and I think a lot—a lot of people miss miss out on that.
0: I do think it sounded sappy. And I think that's a part that you were trying to, like, get to earlier with um, you saying, like, I just don't have, like, time. Not that you don't have time for friends or anything, but that you don't put time into, like, fostering those friendships. And it's not because you, like, don't care about people, per se, but just that you 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 have a point like when when you talk to people when you do things like you want to have a point because like at least for me i have like social anxiety so who
1: doesn't? you know bro l- everybody Society's has a disability fucking
0: hard sorry i just had to get up and get some more whiskey no nah, i don't even think they well they probably noticed but i don't even think they noticed anyways yeah. um but uh, like with like that social anxiety is like I, I if I'm talking to someone, I need a point of connection. I need a point of like reason that I'm talking. I can't just like, I can shoot this shit, but like, I'd I prefer to have like direction in our conversation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can see you being like, and you're good at it. Thank you. I'm trying. No,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm seriously kind of taken aback about like, this is easy and it's your fault that it's easy.
0: Thank you. I, for
1: me, I'm, I didn't come prepared for this at all. Period. I oh, got wow. drunk for this. <laughs> I set up the microphones. I, that's what you I did. did. Yeah, I no, did. you did everything else. <laughs> like, I, I, the came... content's coming from you. The recording's coming from me. Perfect. <laughs> there <That's> you go. <laughs> literally,
0: a match made. Um, but even with like the content and stuff, it's like, does this sound good? Like, will people like this? And that's what I'm trying to get. It, it matters what it is. It's about these. It's about the hands. And yeah. I'm talking about music right now.
1: It's yeah. about what goes down, like. I have mixed some of the worst songs you've ever heard. And I, you can get it to sound as good as it possibly can. And the chords can be interesting and the drums can slap and the bass can be walking. But if the song sucks, the song sucks. Mm -hmm. If it's a bad song, there's nothing that's going to distract from it. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. That's, it applies to so many things yeah no if you can because like if it's good like i mean like it can still suck like Mm -hmm. then the production value of it but like if it's good no one's no one's giving a fuck because they're like we
1: recorded one of my songs for the record it's probably my favorite lyrical song we recorded on my front porch with one microphone
0: it doesn't it doesn't sound
1: good it's just going to be like it is. And that's the kind of creative stuff you need to be able to do and trust yourself with if you believe in what you're doing. When you try to just smear auto-tune and perfection over bullshit, it never translates.
0: So many artists. I never realized. So I'm a big Ariana Grande fan, disclaimer. Same. She's um, beautiful. But I realized like a day or two ago, because there's been so much controversy just around her with like... Um, ending her marriage with her husband and sleeping with a guy that's married um and so I've just been like reading more into like all of her music and stuff in general as I've been listening to it and it's just like I never realized how she she's an amazing singer like she all of her notes are natural but like just how much like auto-tune how much like reverb how much echo is just like in her music in general yeah and just like how much that like distracts it distracts
1: imagine but but then you hear people like her and miley cyrus singing raw on like social media and you're Mm -hmm. like
0: that's what gives you the goosebumps that's what gives me the goosebumps
1: it's when someone's just like breaking up in their like the pit of their vocal cords like i saw a video of miley cyrus singing the other day and i almost started crying like and I, and I hate to like say it like that, but like it was no tune, no nothing. Just her in a room. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. And it's I have had probably two moments in my musical life in the studio where the hair has stood up on my arms, and it is something I. Stri- it's probably what keeps me going. You know, um, that that like hearing professionals do what they do in the moment like perfectly and intentionally is, is is beautiful i'm gonna leave in more than not with mm-hmm. this because people do want to hear it people don't want podcasts to end people like the conversation
0: I need the fact that to we're here it, doing then. this huh i need you to leave it in. like i'm gonna come to i you.
1: can't wait to send you what i think that this should sound like
0: yeah yeah I'm also and, and
1: i'm sitting here it's 11 p.m probably and we're both drunk
0: bitch we're watching drunk history okay um for those listening it's actually 9 30 it's 9 30 really yeah like, i haven't
1: looked at my phone in hours it's,
0: that's actually really good to know it means yeah we're doing good on we're, we're fine yeah like if anything i've been here what three hours one of those hours was taken by upstairs and other hours taken by this the first time yeah not even no like like 25 minutes 25 minutes yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's funny as fuck. Yeah.